Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wineskins, and that we remember that sometimes along this journey, through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ through the grace of our Father as we begin this week once more and again to fill our wells. One of the most dynamic things about Christ's ministry is just how dynamic the ministry was. What we have to understand about our Lord is he expects us to grow up and he expects us to pay attention. and He expects us to be obedient, even as he was obedient. And in that obedience, we have to remember to strengthen what remains. Just as um, we see in the life of Peter yet again in John 6, when all the crowd were leaving because (laughs) Jesus was being Jesus. And then he said to Peter and and the disciples who remained, you know, are you going to, are you going to leave too? And Peter said, and where were we And Where do we go? Where would we go? And for this particular time together, I want to touch on what it would mean if you really left and why it is important to strengthen what remains. Bishop T.D. Jakes on August the 7th 2022 preached a sermon based on Revelation uh, chapter 3 verse 2 and as well as from John the 6th chapter from the 60th verse to I think through the sixth to the end of the chapter and what has rung in my spirit ever since then is the phrase strengthen what remains in Revelation 3 and 2 In the King James Version, which I'll read for your hearing, is be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that that are ready to die. For I have not for I have not found thy works perfect before God. The one thing that I need to impart to you all, which goes back into our last time together about see it and build it. You have to understand that what God has entrusted you with, he is, he has entrusted you with. And you have to understand that it is crucial that the people who has, whom have helped you and are, and has, have believed the God in you, you also must strengthen them. Now I know some of you will ask, well, well, apostle, what does that really mean? What does it mean to strengthen someone? How do we strengthen people? 
You strengthen people by caring for them. You strengthen people by not taking advantage of them. You, t- you strengthen people by loving on them right where they are. You strengthen people by being where they are and understanding what they're going through and by noticing them and just and stop thinking of them as, well, they're just always going to be there. One of the things that is hidden, I believe, in ministry and why I think so many offenses occur is too many people try to do too many things and get new people into a vision to make it to make it run or to make it uh, solid or to have everything go according to their plan. And they forget the people who were there from day one. They forget the people whom when you gave them or shared the vision with them that they didn't run off and tell everybody and try to steal it from you. They forget the people whom you know, may have given them their last $50 to go ahead and get everything, especially for ministry, to get everything filed with the state as it relates to paperwork or gas to get you to your next assignment if you have to preach or don't or donated sound equipment for your church. People forget those people because it because as you build, you forget that those people are there. Not that you don't notice them, not that they're not valuable. But anything that you don't pour back into will die. Whether that be plants, whether that be uh, animals you take care of, whether that be marriages, relationships. They all they all will perish if not tended to and cared for. One of the things that is essential as you build as you build anything that God has asked you to do is. Even. In this avenue, again, piggybacking off what uh, off Bishop Jakes's amazing sermon. And the one thing that he didn't that I that I see that he didn't necessarily touch on is even in those scriptures found in found in John, the sixth chapter in in, uh, Revelation three and two, you have to see who's in your circle. I felt that you have to see who's in your you have to see and know who is in your circle in order to know who to strengthen. You have to know whom you are strengthening, whom you are building with, whom is pouring back into you. Because even you as the one who is pushing the vision forward, eventually you are going to need support as well. And you need people around you whom are able to pour back into you that which the world has siphoned or sucked or beat out of you. Because as glamorous as people want to make entrepreneurship or they want to make, um, entrepreneurship or ministry. These things cost. These things take time. These things take, these things take sacrifice. These things take focus. And if you are not, if you, if you, and if you are not discerning, you will strengthen people whom you needed to weed out. You will strengthen people who never needed to go. You will strengthen people for a journey. They will quit on you anyway in. It is essential that you strengthen what remains. It is, it is essential that you do that. And it's also imperative that you ask people, are you going to leave too? You have to understand what God has given you to do is going to take time, effort, energy, focus, and strength. 
You don't have time for anyone who whom is not going to help and whom is only a hindrance and whom is only around you for what they can get. Now, notice before everything in Christ's ministry really gets really gets rolling after John six. That the multitude, as the King James describes, followed him, the crowd followed him, but they were few disciples. And I don't even have enough time to really lean on that. But there will always be a crowd. There will be there will be few disciples. There will be few people whom you could really pour into and that want to pour back into you whom are going to be willing to stay with whom are going to be willing to stay and sow and pray and support. There will be there will be few of those people. And the people whom are willing to be there. Pour back into them, strengthen them, because sometimes being the reliable one, being the stable one, being the one that can, can always be depended upon to pray or fast or, you know, clean up, stack chairs, whatever it is, being the dependable one, huh, being the dependable, being the dependable one can also wind up have people resenting you. We see this also in, uh, Excuse me. We also see this in the Gospels as it relates to Mary and Martha. We, Mary and Martha both knew that Jesus was coming. One of them sat in place and and listened to Jesus. Mary, I'm sorry, Martha. No, no, no. In strengthening what remaining, what remained. You have to understand that those whom are seen as the most dependable ones, though, if they're not strengthened or recognized, you see that you will see them and watch them become resentful. The one thing, the most glaring observation of this is the story of Mary and Martha. We know that Mary said at Christ's feet, we know that Martha was up doing everything. And the Lord said, and the Lord told her, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're worried about the wrong thing. But also Martha says, don't Lord, you ain't going to ask her to help me. And I think a lot of times that Martha gets a lot of flag. Martha in this particular story gets, gets unnecessarily beat up because sometimes it is the Martha's who keep the ministry going. It is the Martha's who are there, who sow, who serve, who do and do what is, and do the things that are necessary for other people to get what they want and they get what they want last or they push other people to the front. And in that you see resentment build up. You see how they feel taken advantage of because there's so much more in that text other than Martha saying, Lord, won't you make her help me? You see her asking for help. And even though we know that, The Lord says to the Lord says to Mary that she's chosen the better. That still doesn't that still does not negate. That Martha is still doing and we and the text never reveals to us that Martha came and said Martha came and took her seat at the feet of Jesus either. The one thing that I need to under I need to impart to you all. As again, because when Bishop Jake said, kept saying, strengthen what remains that there, 
that that there was a watershed moment for me. And I hope that it is for you also, because everything that God has asked you to do, especially as it relates to ministry, some of those things are going to going to have the specific assignment to strengthen what remains, to strengthen the people who need to be strengthened. There is a reason why. God takes his assignments on your life seriously because they are, ah, I hear you, Holy Ghost. They are attached to other people. They are attached to how, however it is God has asked you to move, whatever he's asked you to do is attached to other people. No one walks through this life without touching somebody else. What, what you may neglect to do is a deficit in someone else's life. I'm going to say it again. What you neglect to do in your life as it relates to your call, whatever God has told you to do as far as it relates to vision, affects someone else. Some parts of ministry indeed are to strengthen what remains. It is to strengthen what remains. And we know that strengthen, it, strengthen is a verb that says to put more, to put something back into, to fortify it, to make it stronger. Because there are too many of us who are walking around in a deficit because there was no one to strengthen us. And when the body is not strengthened, it cannot work as it as it was intentionally designed to do. So what has God assigned you to do? What has he asked you to do? Have you done that? Are you brave enough to do it? Have you consulted him? to do it have you asked have you asked for forgiveness if you have not done it yet even if you do it late even if you even if you are just now starting even if you even if you started it before and now you're picking it back up one of your jobs in that assignment is to strengthen what remains you cannot be moved by numbers by money and by people's faces people are fickle god is not the one thing that you need to understand is And again, going back to the text from Mary and Martha. Yes, Mary chose the better thing to be at the feet of Jesus, to worship, to ask questions, to cultivate intimacy. That is always what that is always what the Lord is going to ask us to do, to draw closer. It is wonderful that that Martha had all the flowers and all the food made and and everything there. It was wonderful that Martha was found serving. Yet the better thing from serving is always strengthening. I'm going to say it again. The better, the only thing better than serving is strengthening. Again, the text does not, does not go into their specific relationship. We just have this, we just have this one snapshot, but we know from that culture that the oldest daughter was supposed to do everything. That they, that they were fat. They had, they had to, you know, help with household chores, help the household to run, do all these things. So we know that we know that Martha had a great many skills. Clearly she had a great many skills. But in those skills, who spoke to who spoke to Martha? Who reminded her aside from Jesus that it is OK to come and get strengthened? It's OK to draw near. You don't have to do all this work. To get my attention, I need you so that you may be strengthened. And 
And if you are strengthened, if you are strengthened, then then indeed you can keep going. And the goal is to keep going. The thing that is going to keep you as you continue on this journey to building what God told you to build, to do what God told you to to do, to network with whom God told you to network with, to build the churches, build the ministries, serve the people by which God has assigned to you. You're going to need to be strengthened. You're going to need that because you can't serve your way out of intimacy. You can serve your way from it or out of it because you won't have any energy or desire to do that. But you have to understand that strengthening is also a form of intimacy because you have to admit that you have to admit that you have come to your human limit and you need God super on your natural in order to keep going to do what he's asked you to do. So as we end our time together, remember what God has asked you to do. He will strengthen you to do. And he will strengthen you to strengthen what remains. And in strengthening what remains, this is how we change the world. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were strengthened. I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is Apostle J. B. Harris at gmail.com. Again, that is A P O S T L E J as in Jack, B as in boy, H as in hot, A R R I S at gmail.com. Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful. May God ever smile on you and may your well stay full.